Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and our guest today is Melanie Erickson. She is the supervisor of Morrison County Social Services. Melanie, first of all, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. Good afternoon. Yeah, and this is part of our series of interviews with our participating counties in the Radiothon to End Child Abuse, which will be taking place on December 2nd and 3rd. We're looking forward to it again as we raise money to help our partnering counties in their efforts to prevent child abuse. Melanie, we'll ask you right away, uh, this pandemic was not good for child abuse, was it? It was a rough time for kids and families both. Yeah. Uh, I think the stress of the worry and um, then not having your school supports and some of those things. Uh, some of our families that were accessing you know, therapeutic supports and kids that were accessing therapeutic supports had to do that online. I mean, so, I mean, there's just so much time in front of the computer. So, yes, we've seen a lot of stress on families and a lot of economic need, um, too, as a result of many different factors. So, yeah. yeah, high stress time. And then, of course, we've had the ongoing drug addiction problem in Morrison County. Um, which just has continued with that, um, with families and parents getting caught up in their addiction um, with drugs, causing pretty neglectful or sometimes abusive situations for kids. Yeah, and we've heard that from some of our other Mm -hmm. counties as well, that uh, this ongoing problem with meth in particular uh, just ends up with kids uh, suffering. Mm -hmm. Yes, and we've seen the use of meth and heroin Oh at the same time, so that and so there's just a lot going on for those folks as far as their addiction being so severe, and um, the kids having a lot of impact from that, and you know just not having parenting, food, attention that's needed, and those types of things. Yeah, supervision. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You were saying it's a bigger problem than people would even imagine. Yes, right. Sadly. Yeah, sadly. Mm-hmm. And families that wouldn't normally see themselves in the child protection system, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, are families you wouldn't consider to be at risk. I yeah. mean, it, drug addiction affects all of us. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. very sad. Uh, in the meantime, though, the county is doing their best to mm-hmm. uh, try and help families. Mm-hmm. And let's talk a, a bit about that, some of the programs and things that are in place and and some of the ways that you use the Radiothon money. Yeah, uh, it's pretty exciting for us as a, a child protection team. We are now uh, renamed to Morrison County Family Connections oh. fully. And so we really wanted to represent the early intervention work we're doing and the support for parents and for grandparents that are sometimes caring for kids as well. So um, some of the most exciting things we have going on is that post-pandemic, now we've been able to restart our Circle of Parent Support Group, and that is happening four times a month. And we are supported by one of our local churches, First Lutheran Church, offers us the space. Um, We have each group has an opportunity to share a meal together. That's of no charge, and also there's free child care with a trained child care provider. Oh, my gosh. And so that is just super exciting. And First Lutheran has a really nice place because they have a nice kids' room. Yeah. And then there's a nice meeting space. So that is excellent. And and for the folks that are not familiar with Circle of Parents, Mm -hmm. uh, describe that class, if you will, because this uh, we hear this from a lot of counties. Mm -hmm. It's a 
tried and true program. There's a lot of uh, science behind it that shows it works. Yes. And yeah. part of why it works is that it's parent driven. Okay. And so there is a facilitator that's trained, but it's not a traditional education program where you go through a preset curriculum. Mm-hmm. The, the per- people who come, it's an open group, come when you want. You know, if you can't come, that's okay. You can come when you can, and it's no big deal. But the parents set the agenda, you know, as for what they want to talk about, what their current struggles are, and Mm -hmm. they share ideas with each other and, you know, share challenges and and triumphs. And so then you you start to build that community connection, which I think is so important for parents. Yep. You know, a lot of people experience that support when they have preschoolers and they go to early childhood family ed Mm -hmm. and they love that. And then after that age, poof, it's gone. Yeah. (laughs) And so we wanted to recreate an opportunity for something like that. But that was also open. So Mm -hmm. it, you know, recognizes people's busy schedules. And so it's there when you need it. And our facility facilitator, Tammy, has done this for years. And she just really enjoys it. And she um, enjoys the parents. And so it's a welcoming atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've heard a lot of good things about mm-hmm. Circle of Parents, so yeah. good to hear you're doing that. Yes, yeah. We're yeah. excited about being able to offer that again. Yeah. And can anybody join this, or they have to come to on referrals? Anyone nope. can be part of it? You, Anybody can be a part of it. Okay. And we have also our social media website that we've developed on Facebook. Um, and so that's Morrison County Family Connections. And so mm-hmm. you can also access that information on that Facebook page. Um as well as, you know, you could always call Morrison County if you wanted the referral information. Tammy just gives her personal phone number. I mean, she's <laughs> sure. she's in it. She's, she's just a it. real person. She just is like, nope, here's my phone number. Call Love me. That. Love that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about some of the other things that you're doing. Yeah. So the the, the social media website is, is very cool. Um, it's been a goal of ours for a long time to have something that was available to parents when they could access it, right? You know, because offering classes with our busy schedules and work schedules just does not work. And so, you know, parents, young parents are surfing online and looking for stuff anyway. We wanted to make sure we're putting out good, reputable, good information, mm-hmm. ranging from activities and recipes to tougher parenting topics, um, you know, um, dealing with kids with trauma. I mean, just the whole gamut. Um, so oh. educational pieces as well as supportive pieces and then some fun stuff too. So we just... It takes all of it. It does. Mm-hmm. And so there's three people that are committed to posting on that website to make sure there's something on there three days a week so it stays oh. current. And oh, wow. so that is really exciting. And it's a nice way for us to make connections with our other nonprofits. So oh. like if Kinship is having something, then we put kinship stuff up there, you know, and we can support each other that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then families have one site they can get to that if they're looking for information, Mm -hmm. hopefully we can have that. Like our community Thanksgiving meal is on there right Mm -hmm. now as an example. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's really neat. And the the best part about it, in my mind, is that it's always current. Yes. Because you find some of these sites, well, it hasn't been updated in two weeks, but with those many people working on it. Right. You've always got updated information. That's key. And that's one of the focuses we wanted to have with having some of the radio uh, dollar, uh, radiothon dollars was mm-hmm. to have, we have one consistent IT type person that we pay, which isn't cheap, but we're really lucky to have her. So yeah. we give her a stipend mm-hmm. and she really keeps us in order in that way. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yep. Well, it is important mm-hmm. to, yep. to make it work. Yeah. Yep. 
Yes. And so, yeah. And then we still have our curriculum that's in the schools uh, for kids K through three, and that's in all Morrison County schools. And that's a child abuse prevention curriculum. It just talks with kids about uh, child abuse situations and what's going to be hard to talk at that, you know. Yes. And it's a specific curriculum written for that age, though, to help kids and then parents know what's going to happen and talk about, you know, if somebody, you know, hits you or somebody, you know, um, makes you feel uncomfortable, you know, who can you talk to? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's done very in a very, um, very well done. Yeah. And and again, reputable has a science behind it. Parents are notified about it. And, you know, it's not a scary thing. It just introduces that concept to kids that if something doesn't feel right, you can tell somebody. Yeah, that's cool. And if somebody's telling you you can't, yeah, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. You need to tell somebody. That's okay. You can go to your parents or maybe aunt and uncle or whoever it might be and just kind of helps introduce those topics to kids. So it's okay. That's good. And it's very important to have that curriculum, I would think, because Mm -hmm. for we hear so many times that some of the, especially the younger kids, they really are afraid to come forward yeah. to someone mm-hmm. when something's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. And if that, you know, it's, uh, there has been many times I've heard of our investigator in our county talking about sexual abuse situations of a neighbor or some person like that, mm-hmm. and they threaten to kill The mom and dad, Mm -hmm. they threaten to kill the pet. And if you're a six-year-old kid, of course you think that's real. And you keep your mouth shut. And so it's important to start to have those dialogues. And then because we have the curriculum, then the parents can have that dialogue with the kids too. And so then that's just a really nice bridge. Because otherwise, as a parent, it's hard, you know, how you start talking about things like that. You know, you just don't know. So it helps with that too. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All and right. then we used to support our, and we still will again when it starts, our families program, which is in each of the schools, and that's, that is an educational program, and we provide the meals for that. So if that ever gets to restart again, mm-hmm. we will be doing that again as well. So Wonderful. we try to do lots of things to support parents in a variety of ways with our Radiothon dollars. That's, and that's a lot. And we've always said mm-hmm. that's one of the keys mm-hmm. is uh, teaching parents how to cope with stress mm-hmm. and all the other curveballs that life is throwing right. at you. Yeah. What mm-hmm. parent doesn't have curveballs thrown at them? Duh. Every parent does. So Dodge them all who the you time. Are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very true. Mm-hmm. Now, Melanie, in addition to that, I know that uh, your department, you will uh, talk to area businesses because mm-hmm. when Radiothon comes along, we have this wonderful auction site yes. mm-hmm. filled with all kinds of uh, incredible things. And we've known from the last few years talking and looking at the auction site, there's some great stuff from there Morrison County. There is really great stuff. Our, our business community has been amazing in their donations. And we continue to add um, folks. And even from like our smaller towns like Swanville steps up a bunch oh. of those businesses, our peers, and they sure. will sure. have a bunch of items to donate. One of the really neat things that happened last year during the pandemic when there were so many businesses struggling is we had some businesses, individuals, or organizations that would donate money for us to purchase gift cards for those businesses. At those businesses. At those businesses that were, you know, having a hard time, especially the restaurants and all of Mm -hmm. that. So it really 
supported us and supported the businesses. It was very cool. That's a big and win. so that's just continued and even grown this year. Oh, really? So we have so many gift cards from places that are just really fun. Yeah. Um, you not only do they donate, but then we you know we, somebody will give us a donation and then we'll purchase more with that. And so those are really hot items. And, you know, people Smart. like that's a good. We idea. all like that. our gift cards. Yeah, man. Especially yeah. at a restaurant. Restaurants, <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, and Babies on Broadway, uh, which is in Little Falls, is is uh, kind of has a really cool baby, forty five hundred square feet. Oh, of it's baby store, just <laughs> amazing and place. Toy store, <laughs> yes, and so they always donate a very nice car seat. So yeah. we have that on there again nice. too. So that is awesome. So. Yeah, that's one of one of the larger items. We'll have to thank Adele. Mm-hmm. Yes, we mm-hmm. certainly yeah. will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a lot of cool items on the auction block, and you're doing uh, great work in Little Falls yeah. and the Morrison County area. That's good to hear. Yeah, I do have to highlight one other unique auction item we got this Ooh, year. Okay. okay. A one-hour plane ride. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Pilot in Little Falls is donated. Or I'm not sure if our director, Brad, might have purchased. I'm not sure what the deal is on that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we have a one-hour plane ride, and I thought, you know, experiences are fun, too, sometimes. And oh, so I, I thought, can you imagine getting that as a Christmas gift as, like, a a young person? Woo. We've um, seen these occasionally it, yeah. come up on auction items. Mm-hmm. They're always very popular mm-hmm. because it is so cool to go yeah. for that uh, – plane ride over the lakes area yep. and There's central Minnesota. Like There's so many yep. cool things to see. Great. You don't know how many lakes are in this area until you're up in the sky. Uh, yeah. Like, where do they put the roads? <laughs> I mean, where are the streets? <laughs> it's pretty neat. So that, that's And a this great... would be around Little Falls. So I yeah. imagine there would be a lot to see around uh, Camp Ripley yeah. and the Mississippi River. Yeah. So mm-hmm. cool. Yep. Yeah. What so. a great Christmas gift that would be for even a little kid. You yeah. know, a family. Can you imagine? Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll look forward to seeing that on the auction site. Mm-hmm. For our Radiothon to End Child Abuse, which is coming up here in December, first uh, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, or Thursday and, and Friday, I mean, second it's and third. Second and third. Yeah, oh. second and third. Yep. Those Very days good. always move around. It's I know. It's so <laughs> yeah, second <laughs> and third, Thursday and Friday, we will be there. Yep. And Melanie, thank you for being here today to talk about what you're doing in Little Falls and how those dollars are being used. Thank we you so it. much for the time. I appreciate it. Okay. Our pleasure. Melanie Erickson is the supervisor of the Morrison County Social Services. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also pick them up through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small-town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.